When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine. Steve, Steve Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, that's you. Thank you so much. And our friend DJ <laughs> Rock Lobster. <laughs> What does that mean that you guys keep doing? That's the riff from that song, DJ Rock You, you know Rock I'm Lobster. I'm doing the guitar riff. She's doing the background vocals. Wait, 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 wait. You don't know the song Rock We've, Lobster? No, I I'll don't. And so when you said DJ Rock Lobster, and then when you came in with da 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 I thought, why is she doing like a game show sort of show tune right. thing there? Rocco, right. you want to help him out? There is a separate like show tune thing, right? Like, uh, you're at the Academy Awards, your presenters... Clark Gable and Mary Jo Helen. Ra, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, it's different though. That is different? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So each time that you have been humming this, when you introduce DJ Rock Lobster, I'm thinking, what a weird mashup for an old-timey award show presenter show tunes from like the 40s. Hmm. I'm not getting it, but I get it now. <laughs> now I got to track down that song. Da, 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 what is that song? Da, it almost da, sounds like game show music. But da, wait, da, da, no dee, 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 dee. like show business. Funny, my show daughter's. Business, I know. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Pick a little, talk a little. Stick them off, yeah. Have you seen Music Man? No. Oh my god, I was just watching it last night. Never it's a Turner Classic Movie. So <gasps> I haven't seen the movie. I just saw the stage production at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters on Friday. And I loved it. And there were multiple songs. 76 Trombones, great. Uh, Pick a Little, Talk a Little, great. But they started it. And I don't know if the movie, The Music Man, starts the same way, Rocco. I can tell you because I just watched it last night. Well, how wonderful. So they start this with all of these uh, like uh, traveling salesmen. And they're all <laughs> kind of waiting at a train stop. And then they're all just like... There's this beat the whole time. And it's this like acapella song. And then they're... All like their shoulders are bopping, and the whole time during this opening number, this is how it starts. But you gotta know the territory. And then there's another guy who's doing this. What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you? T-? And it was it was cool. so fun. I just loved it. And I don't know the name of the song. No, I haven't even looked I, it up 100%, since. Percent. That's how the movie starts. I'll see if I can dig it up right now. Because um, yes, they uh, in the movie they're on a train. Okay, and- it is so fun. And and watching it live, everybody's shoulders up and down, and Why in this are perfect our rhythm. Ringing? 
I don't know. What's happening? What did you say? Was it you something? You started something. Well, you said you were anti-Olympics earlier. Maybe no, it's that. No, I did not. Okay. So, right, ready for that song? Yeah, hit me. Okay. It was so fun to watch this, Rocco. I'm, I, I, it sounds like it'd be a fun scene to watch in the movie, too. Watching it live in front of you and hearing the stomp of the stage right there and just watching everyone. Again, I knew Jack Squat about the Music Man before Friday, before seeing the show. I had never seen it before. I had heard of the song 76 Trombones, but didn't really know the tune of it. It was just so fun. Um, it said, it, listen. Okay, listen. Set the chan. All the, right. The what phones do do? are all blowing up. Why? They think oh that. So Sandra said. The tune you're thinking of is I Love Lucy. I think oh, that's right. right. <laughs> Pull up the Thank I you, Love everybody. Lucy uh, theme song. And it's pretty close to <laughs> DJ Rock Loves Her, apparently. Thank uh, you, everybody. We and, got it. Yes! <laughs> oh my God, how do we miss And they should have sued. The B-52s are the whoever the Rock Lobster people that were. That doesn't sound anything like the B-52s. Well, it didn't it matter right. for Marvin Gaye's estate. That Robin Thicke song <laughs> didn't sound anything like it, and now they're getting paid. And that Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius. The, uh, yeah, the, 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 the Led Zeppelin thing. Oh, man. What but a you got to know the territory. What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? What well, do you I think, talk? did they rip that off from, we will, we <laughs> yes! will. Yes! There's a you. pending lawsuit. Right? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> you guys. Do we even have time for the Woodstock thing? I was hoping not. <laughs> no, this <laughs> no, is. No, I'm kidding. This looks really, really good. It does. Um. So, do you remember when Wood, this was a question that we had in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, I believe. Yes. Woodstock 99. Went really bad, didn't it? It was 30 years, right? Wow, that well, feels like a lot enough, longer. Yeah. It, no, not, it was 69, right? 79, oh, uh, 99. You're talking about Woodstock. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about it 30 years ago today. Sorry, Donna. No, 30 years. I uh, math to you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Woodstock 99 was to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Woodstock, and it didn't go well. By the end of the weekend, there was destruction. There were reports of sexual assaults. There was, uh, you know, change for festivals moving forward. Uh, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Godsmack, Kid Rock, Insane Clown Posse. Just the uh, so let's just listen to a little bit of what happened. How you guys doing today? Welcome to Woodstock. Thank you. There is a sixth sense that you develop when you spend your life going to venues. Woodstock, baby. I can tell you a hundred feet away what the energy in that venue is going to be like. It was not your parents' Woodstock. We got off the bus and I was like, something's not right. It was like 1,000 degrees. I think we should leave. It's so hot here. Water was $4 a bottle, which is a ridiculous cost. The porta potties unusable. You had kids rolling around in what they thought was mud. No, oh, no. In an environment where exploiting women, you could get away with it. You could feel something bubbling. In pop culture, there's this dark energy coming from young white males that entertainment is perpetuating. You have a crowd who are excited, inebriated, and you give them a band to help them release that energy. What do you think's gonna happen? Yeah. They have this crowd going insane. People are dehydrated, passing out. There are a lot of stupid humans around here. 
We walked off stage and we're like, get out of here. Like, we need to leave right now. There's no rest, there's no breaks, there's no rhythm, there's no come down. It's going to crash. Wow, that yeah. looks really good. You know, that has elements of fire festival. Yep. You know, which yep. is sort well, of fun I, to watch those those train wrecks. Now, there's some really serious stuff. Fire festival is more these dum dums didn't know what they were doing. They sold everybody a bill of goods. Whereas, you know, you're hearing about sexual assault and violence that's happening. It's yeah. different. I really, I wonder if the lineup kind of attracted that kind of energy. Like the, I feel like there are too many of the same kind of bands, yeah. you know. And like a lot of people say Metallica, Megadeth. Um, you know, just was the what set off the fire, you know. Oh. But there was all speaking of fire. I guess when I was doing the research for the question last month, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers for their closing set, they handed out all these candles and stuff because. Uh, they actually had a good reason, like, oh, we're going to light these candles for peace or something like that. But people took these candles and, and just started, fires. started the place on fire. Yeah, Unbelievable. Gosh, can't take these kids anywhere. Um, this will be on HBO Max uh, July 23rd, it looks like. Okay. So and it's tw- produced by Bill Simmons, who did a lot of those 30 for 30. You know, he was the, yep. he's the sports guy. On Got it. Guy. Yeah, okay. but he knows how to really tell, stuff, yeah. tell a good story. He's all tapped into pop culture. Real quickly, too, by the way. Uh, your your boy Meek Mill and Travis Scott got into a fight at the that fancy white party, the white party out of the Hamptons, I believe oh, it was. I wonder if it's you dress. Yes, in white. yes, you dress yeah. all in white. Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots was there. It was thrown by, I believe, the owner of the oh, sports team, Philadelphia 76ers. You know yeah, I think was it was there? in the Hamptons. Was New Jersey resident John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi was there. Yeah, I know. You go through and you read the list of names of celebrities who were there, and it's crazy. Anyway, there's a video. It's bleeped. We won't play it for you, but it's Meek Mill and Travis Scott at the end of the no. night yelling at each other, and then crowd starts to gather around like, are these guys going to fight? What's going on here? And just not, makes me think, doesn't matter. How rich you are, how famous you are, whatever. Every party you go to has the potential of ending very awkwardly in muddled intention. Is that why you've never invited Don't me over? go to parties. Okay. Yeah, you're on. Okay. Trustworthy, I think, in those sort of scenarios. All right, thanks. Uh, Want to do a study when we come back? Oh, I love this. Okay, think about this. And you can call us to 651-641-1071. Which old school wedding traditions would you like to get rid of? I've got a survey. We'll run down the list when we come right back on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our our little show. Hey, is our boss in the building, or what's going on? I hope not. Why do you ask? Is Amy here this week? I don't know. 
Why do you ask? I don't know. Sometimes if I know she's two doors down, I try to be less stupid. Oh, that's good. Just by a, a little bit. Okay, because she's always listening. Yeah, she is. She always got it on. I got a study for my buddy. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I love this study. Woo-wee! So, you know, 2020 was a very untraditional year for weddings. So, man, wrecked the wedding industry. So now... For a year. Is there... Is it time to change some of the traditions? Tradition! So, someone polled people who have been married and asked what we should keep doing, whether or not we should keep doing these, you know, standard traditional things. Okay, so for example, the bride's family paying for the wedding. Should we keep that? No. Agreed. I think it should be halvesies. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know, let's sort of try to split this up a little bit. I bet some would even suggest the bride and the groom should pay for it. But that's a lot. That's a big financial I think it also burden. depends where you are in life. Okay. You so know, if like your get- daughter will probably be 18. Obviously, you are not going to expect her to pay for her own wedding. She's not getting married at 18, Donna. Yeah, I thought you were accusing Steve of like, your daughter obviously is going to get married at 18. Well, Steve got married like at, what, 20? Oh, wow. Hey, guys, that's my dirty laundry just getting aired all over the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. How old were you? 19, 20? 21. Yeah, we're we. I've I've already been married fifteen. We're coming up on sixteen years next month. That's insane. Sixteen years. Next. How old, Rocco? I was thirty-ish. When I got married, yeah. That's yeah. smart. I think, I don't think. That's smart. Why are you? I think. <laughs> What's 21 then? Steve's dumb. Well, yeah, no, you Steve, that? you're a different breed. You know, you're a different kind of person. You know, can I say something? No. I, no, just come on. All right, go ahead. People always say things like, you know, oh, like I didn't even know who I was until I was 26. Your front part of your brain doesn't even, you know, there are elements of truth to some of these things, but ultimately, you just keep changing and changing and changing all throughout your life. And so get married when you're ready to commit to loving somebody for the rest of your life. All and right. if it doesn't feel like 21, then wait until you're 31. And you, or 41. did you marry your high school gal or something? High school no? sweetheart. Okay. Yep. I'm her but she only, went to a different school. She did. She was a rival cheerleader at the rival basketball games. Mm. And you know, your boy was out there hooping hard. Just slamming like the team wearing those short shorts. Like team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's some others. All right, not seeing each other until the ceremony. Twenty eight percent of people think it's dumb now. No, I, well, here's why I think it's nice. It's kind of fun. I don't even like that. That's one of the bummers of being married or living with somebody is. You're in the same room as you're getting ready for your date. That's true. I want to step out and hear her say, va, va, voom, uh, look at him. <laughs> well, I think the idea is to have that first look on your face when she's walking down the aisle. It's just Do you ever see any of those, um, they do those wedding videos where for the, because sometimes they will see each other beforehand and it'll show like the groom seeing the bride for the first time. Before yes. the ceremony, and that's really touching. Also, they'll sometimes do it where the father sees Aww. the bride for the first time. Yeah. Oh, oh God, don't start. <laughs> don't <laughs> you start, okay. Patterson. The butterfly All right, I've got a whole bunch to get through here. The bride should wear white. 
24% of people say it's outdated. I think you should wear whatever you want. What do you mean? Denim cut-off shorts? Whatever. <laughs> whatever works for you. Flip-flops. You just have to come to an agreement with your to-be spouse. Sure. So that he's not there. Yeah, you're you know, coming in out in like lime sort of, green. Yeah, yeah, okay. Exchanging rings. Doesn't look like people want to ditch that one. 5% of Americans say ditch it. Here, this one's going to get you. The bride's father giving her away. People like it. Only 14% of people say to cut it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The bride and groom's first dance. Most people like that one. Only 6% said no. I say, oh, if you want to, if you want to, you don't have to. Is it just weird that everyone's watching you? Is that the thing? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, God, I should have taken those dance lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about tossing the bouquet? I think that's fun. Only 11% of people are sick of it. A little nerve-wracking, I guess. It's also a little misogynistic. Oh, yeah, because it's the woman... The women have to get together and figure out who's going to get lucky enough to find a guy who can take care of them for the rest of their lives, right? It means the the woman... You're supposed to be the next one to get married. But then there's a guy one, too, with the garter, right? Oh, yeah, they fling the garter. And then he's got to put it on hers, and then they play the sexy music. That Mm -hmm. needs to go. That's icky. Love a voom. Oh, my God, Rocco. Uh, So people don't want to see that at weddings anymore either, at least 27% of people. And then throwing rice or bird seed, I always thought that was super cute. Oh, not the, no. Bubbles? Yeah, but stop with the assault. bubbles, huh? You want it rice in your face? Let me tell you, if you walk down this hall and like, let's say you had just gotten a raise and then I threw a handful of rice at you, you'd be like, dude, seriously, you I was know, having a good day. But it's like, day. how about, why don't we just do confetti? Why didn't anyone ever think of that? I think then it would Clean get up. stuck on you. No. And then the bride promising to cherish and obey her husband. Only 50% of people don't want to hear that line anymore. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Hey, when we come back, it is uh, a Thursday. Throwback Thursday music trivia is coming up next. I quiz Donna. You can play along. If you love music, stick around. That's next on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Final stretch. Of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. I During this portion of the program yesterday, we explained a few things for new listeners, you know, some of our catchphrases and things like that. Well, we got an email via the My Talk app. Nice. Asking, uh, you explained a lot of your jokes, but where did stick them up? Yeah, come from. What were we originally talking about the day that you tried to do in old timey voice? The so I had just watched the John John Mulaney stand up special. Yes, yeah, on Netflix. Okay, and then we started. <coughs> uh, we started talking about. Um, my mic's not on, is it? Yeah, no, we're on. No, we're live right now. Oh. Oh, hey, yeah. guys. 
Um, no, we started. Um, you were talking about how you really didn't. You wish he wouldn't just everything be so with such cadence. Yeah. And I yeah. and I said, yeah, I know. He sounds like an old timey guy. You know, the guys who are like, stick him up. Yeah. To which we were like, that's not what they said in the <laughs> movies. They would never be that conversational when holding someone up at gunpoint. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I think you were going into like, look here, see? Yes. But instead, stick them up. Yeah. So now anything that has three syllables, look it up. We're now poisoned. So I cannot be at a dinner. If somebody says, look it up in my head, I'm like, (laughs) hmm, hmm, hmm. Or like, bring it up. Bring it up. Like, hey, make sure you bring that up tomorrow. Bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you if I looked hard enough on my computer, I could find the footage because I'm, I'm sure I made a promo out of it. And... Yes. Yeah. Rocco, Maybe you can you unearth it for that. tomorrow. That'd be good. I'll look it up. Or That'd for right fun. now. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Hey. <laughs> the Mars rover is out and about just so everybody knows. Still doing its thing roving around and yesterday it found a rock standing upright on another rock. You know how when you it's like, like Stonehenge up in Duluth yeah. And people will stack the rocks one on top of the other, yeah, like the peaceful, yeah. tr- tranquility rocks or whatever. I see that all the time now, yeah. Well, they have that. But, Donna, would you do me a favor and go to our Gridgler. Gridgler. And click on that Linky Winky. Linky Winky. And it's interesting because this rock appears to be, it's not like flat rock, lay it flat on the other one so that you have the most amount of like area, circumference, yeah. surface area. Oh, yeah. Look Instead, at that. it's one is kind of like flatty, and then the other one's standing upright on it. So the thin part of the rock is down. And it's just interesting that the rover wow. saw that. Maybe it has to do with the gravitational pull or lack thereof. Sure. Of. That is very intriguing. Like if it fell from somewhere, it wouldn't have just landed. It's like the chances of throwing a, a coffee cup and having it land perfectly. Upright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a stick. Um, yeah, it's that's really cool. It's cool, right? Yeah, I'm really Just don't forget about the Mars Rover. I don't know a lot about space. Um You're not expected to. Thanks so much. Uh you're my best friend. <laughs> the German carrier wait. <laughs> Try that again. The German candy company, Haribo, makes gummy bears. And they're so great. I love gummy bears. I love gummy bears. I don't love them. Huh? I feel like they have like an oily coat on them. A guy that you would probably go out with just because of his name, Rick LaBerge. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, what's his face, DeBarge. Remember him? DeBarge? El DeBarge. El DeBarge. Meet Rick LaBerge. <laughs> LaBerge? LaBerge? Come Epic with me. Epic names in human history. Oh, yeah, Rocco, while we have uh, you, that's another intro that Epic we want. Names. Epic names in human history. And then it would essentially be Rick LaBerge. <laughs> this is good. Yes, Haribo COO Rick LaBerge. <laughs> anyway, he uh, said that the reason they chose bears, think about it, could have been horses, gummy horses, gummy lions, anything. It was because there were dancing bears at the circus back then. And those bears brought people joy at the circus in Germany back in 1920. Mm. And so uh, Rigel wanted to mimic that. I love it. Hans Rigel. 
He's like a German confectioner. Ones. You know which ones are really good? The giant cinnamon. cinnamon. There's something on here, my best friend. How does it keep happening? There are so many things I bet that I disagree with you on no. in just politics, values, approach to life, <laughs> thoughts on our country, etc. Where we are truly bonded so tightly is our candy taste. Yep. We like sugary candy, not the chocolate crap. Yeah, you can take that chocolate crap and cram yeah, it. Yeah, anybody could have chocolate. But if give you give me a chuckles, give me a chuckle and yep. say, "Hey, here is this thin circle, and it's sugar covered. Do you want it? Yeah, yeah, it's a chuckle. Orange slices. Yes. Um, how about spearmint? I'll even leaves? take the spearmint leaves yeah, in a like pinch. That. Listen, they're good. Hey, spice drops. What are spice drops? Spice drops are domed shaped. Mm. Little chuckles, but there's a little spicier. The purple ones oh are really gosh, good. Oh my gosh, love spice what? drops. Love spice I mean, drops what are great. Are doing here? Give me a handful all the time. That's good in a candy dish too. Yes, an old at person Grandma's candy house. dish. Yes, we will eat it. <laughs> I think that is great. We don't like the chalky stuff, like those chalky mints when you're leaving a restaurant. I do like a Necco wafer though, and maybe yeah, those are pretty good. Okay, yeah, those <laughs> all are pretty right. good. See, and I also a lot of people poo poo, or if you want to say it backwards, oop oop. Um, (laughs) they do that with conversation arts on valentine's day i like those i'm not a big fan of taffy i don't think taffy is that great it's not it's really not i'm surprised you're from the boardwalk i know i always get taffy for people or fudge backwards I don't know what's happening to us right now. Rocco, oh, how's it going in there? I'm just being silent because I'm almost positive I'm going to use this for slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, slow jam oh, tomorrow. Uh, oh, man. If you don't listen on Fridays, uh, every Friday at 1130, we do slow jams where Rocco finds a segment of hours from the week and then slows it down at half speed and it really puts a magnifying glass on the stupid things that we say. Um, it sure does, Steve. But goodness gracious, I just... Now we know. Haribo chose gummy bears because there were fun bears at the circus in Germany back in the 20s. Harper. Harper. Boardwalk, full circle here, is not called a boardwalk because it's a walk of boards. It was created by a guy named Mr. Boardman. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I forgot his first name, so I just said Mr., which made it seem fake. It did. It's true. George Boardman. George Borman, meet Rick LaBurge. <laughs> oh, close personal friend of L. Okay. LaBurge, um, hey, Twin Cities Pride uh, presents the Masquerade event happening today, Thursday, July 8th. It's an updated event happening at the Women's Club in Minneapolis, hosted by... Miss Shannon. Uh, my talks to Miss Shannon. Sorry, I had to dramatically swallow. $40 tickets to the event are available now. You can also live stream from home for free. And you don't have to miss the 2021 Pride Festival, July 17th and 18th in Loring Park. Free to attend tickets. And information can be found at tcpride.org. Borg. LaBorg. Rick. It's good. It's Laborg. really good. I'm out right, of here. Know. You want to come back tomorrow? <sighs> yeah. All right, cool. Rocco. DJ yeah, Rock Lobster. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, bro. everybody, for listening. Thank you for the emails, the tweets, the calls, all of it. Thank Colleen. You. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I'm going to be joining them for blind items coming up at 1230. Okay. Bye.